This is the ATP Tennis Radio Podcast. This week on the ATP Tennis Radio podcast, we have two ATP 500s for the price of one as we build up to the Naventi Open in Halle, Germany, where Borna Choric is defending champion. Federer goes to the backhand of Choric. He's up the net, plays a four ball into the net. Choric raises his arms. He's got a massive smile on his face. This is not the 99th title that we thought it would be for Roger Federer. He smiles, but that's a slight smile through gritted teeth for Roger Federer. It's a smile of pure elation for Borna Choric. And he's getting a standing ovation from this crowd. Yes, they wanted his opponent to win, but they realise what a really excellent display that Border Torridge has put in. And we also build up to all the action at London's Queen's Club, the Fever Tree Championships getting underway with Marin Cilic hoping to get back to winning ways and back up his victory against Novak Djokovic last year. Cilic on the cusp of the Queen's title. 40 love, 5-3. Serves to the forehand of Djokovic's love. And Marin Cilic has his second Queen's Club title. And he's done it from a set down and from a championship point down. And he's done it with some truly inspired tennis. Novak Djokovic pushed him to the limit and was one point away from his first singles title here at Queen's. But Marin Cilic shows that these days, mentally, he is so much tougher. And in four minutes shy of three hours, he has scored one of the most significant titles of his career. A three-set epic with Novak Djokovic, who is on his way back to the top, make no mistake about that, but it's Cilic who has the final word here at Queen's. 5-7-7-6-6-3, he is the 2018 champion in London. We'll hear from both defending champions as well as Roger Federer going for his 10th Haller title and Andy Murray, who's taking to the doubles court at Queen's, plus lots, lots more. I'm Seb Lozier, and you're listening to the ATP Tennis Radio Podcast. So, plenty to come from both Queen's and here in Halle, where I am camped out for the week, and that is where we begin. The band has been playing, the sausages are sizzling, the beers are flowing, and the fans are already flocking in in their thousands to see the many top players, among them two of the top five in the world, nine-time champion Roger Federer and the top-ranked German Sasha Zverev. Both have been working hard out on the practice courts today, but we start with last year's winner, ATP Uncovered's Gabriel Clark has been looking back on the past 12 months of the man who shocked Roger Federer and denied him a 10th Halle title in 2018. For 22-year-old Borna Choric, 2018 was a breakthrough season. This year, it's been the most consistent year of, of my whole life with, you know, few peaks. 
two tournaments uh, of the Indian Wells and Miami, which got me through. That was my uh, breakthrough of the year, I think. With that, I came into top 30, I think, and you know, I started to be seeded on, on some tournaments, and it was uh, just a little bit easier for me. It's Chorich who makes the semi finals here at Indian Wells. I came to Halle, I didn't expect to win a round, to be honest, because I never played good on the grass, so I didn't know what to expect. I was a little bit lucky in some moments of the tournament, and then just the final came, and I was playing the best tennis of my life, like I always do against Roger. It is fantastic stuff from Borna Choric. And, and yeah, I won. A major breakthrough. He's beaten the number one in the world. What a tournament. What a win. You know, I think uh, third peak of my year, which was Shanghai. I, I didn't expect it. It was definitely a surprise. But as the tournament went on, I was, I was playing better and better. I don't know how, to be honest, uh, but it happened. And uh, yeah, it was, it was you know, one of those peaks. And also definitely one of the best memories of my whole life. Tremendous character shown by Borna Joric. Novak Djokovic is the Rolex Shanghai Masters champion. Sensational week of the singles of the tournament. Brilliant season for the young On the things which we're working in the tennis-wise, you know, it's it's pretty much everything. You know, I think we are we are working on uh, on the every shot. Uh, we saw some things which which I can improve, and uh, now we are doing it on the practice. I haven't set the goals, but obviously, you know, I, I'm assuming it's going to be top ten. That's that's one. Of, that's what we're going to set for it. You know, and 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 also to improve in my game. I'm I'm still very young. We see many improvements which I can do. So we, we're going to try to do that, and I think I think ranking is going to follow on that. Obviously, now I came from number 48 to number 12, so it's it's been it's been working very good, and then hopefully next year it can it can only get better. Fresh from a semi-final appearance at the Libema Open in Setogenbosch, Chorich will face the fast-improving Chalmet Munar from Spain in his first match. But no mistaking who the favourite is this week. Going for a tenth title in Halle is Roger Federer, who I found in confident mood after a positive clay court swing. Well, I feel great, you know, to be honest. Uh, happy to be on the grass, uh, you know, regardless if I play good or bad on the clay or I don't play at all. I always feel happy coming to this surface and this uh, part of the season. I've always loved playing here in Halle for so many years. I think this is my 17th time that I'm playing this event. And then obviously Wimbledon has always been uh, my, my tournament of my dreams to play and compete in and then let alone winning. Um, and, you know, I was really positive about my clay court swing. You know, I lost against the best clay court player ever. So uh, there's no shame there. And uh, I tried uh, everything I, I had in the bag, you know, and um, it's unbelievably windy conditions and it was uh, really challenging. I, I loved it actually to play rough in, in, in a situation the way it was, but I left very positive, you know, uh, um, compared to a few years ago now, we've had uh, much less time to prepare for the grass court season. Not having played the clay before, I had plenty of time. So I don't want to say I feel stressed, but uh, the transition was definitely faster than in the last few years. But slower than 
10, 15 years ago when there was uh, no week in between um, Paris and Halle where I used to literally arrive from the French Open finals and play a couple of days later. So I've had plenty of time actually in actual fact. And after all these years with time to reflect, what is it about the grass that works so well for you? Well, I just think it highlights my strength. Um, it maybe hides my weaknesses, uh, you know, and from that standpoint, I can play how I want and on my terms and how I would like. And when you feel that way, it's maybe maybe what Rafa feels on the clay. You know, he can decide to return from back. He can return from in. I can do the same on grass. I can chip it. I can come over. I can serve and volley. I can stay back. And I have all the options. And when you have options, that gives you options to win. Different tactics you can use against certain different players. And that, that gives you maybe just a, a little bit more margin you need to stay out of trouble or to win matches. But then again, the pressure is high for me too because the grass court season is extremely short. Uh, there's not that much I can do to uh, get into it as well other than just uh, have that point-for-point -point mentality that the focus needs to be you know, crystal clear. And that's what I need to have from the, from the get-go here as I play John Millman in the first round, who's been a tough one for me in the past. And arriving here in Halle, you're going for your 10th title here. Mm -hmm. How does it feel arriving here? What is it about this place? Well, I mean, I think I look back memory lane a little bit and uh, see how many good moments I've had here, how much success I've had. I've had um, buddies of mine who actually used to practice here, you know, at the academy here, um, you know, in Halle. I've always had also nice times with the family, you know, my family always enjoyed coming here. I think it's also between the two big cities of Paris and London um, to come here to to Halle um, is sort of very relaxing and I think I've always felt all around very comfortable and the family Weberers couldn't have been nicer to me. Um, they've always welcomed me with open arms. I think by speaking German as well, being from Switzerland, I think that's also helped me to integrate and feel really good here in this country, in this city uh, or village rather. And uh, yeah, and then the fans interaction, I feel like we know each other. They know what they get from me. I know what to expect from them. And it makes me feel really good. It makes me play good tennis and center court surroundings feel very, very good for me. It's the perfect dimensions. And um, I hope again this year for a, a successful Halle, we'll see how it's gonna go. Hoping the challenge for the title on home soil is Alexander Zverev, who was well beaten in the final here against Federer two years ago. This year, I was feeling pretty well. I mean, I obviously played a lot, but um, you know, all, all in all, I feel uh, pretty well. And um, coming into this week, had a lot of great practices, had a good match, and still got ready. And um, you know, hopefully, I can I can have you know a good start to the to the Halle tournament. And in terms of your game on grass, what can we expect? I know you're playing a, a lot of doubles now with your brother. Is he enticing you forward to the net? Can we can we expect some serve volley? I hope so. <laughs> we'll see about the opponents, how they're returning, but um, yeah, definitely in the plan. You're the top-ranked German here. I know a lot of expectation comes with that. Um, do you feel a pressure to perform, or is that something you relish arriving here in Germany? I always loved playing in Germany. I always had great success. I mean, I won Munich twice. I made the finals here twice, twice in doubles as well. So, um, you know, I always loved playing in front of my home crowd. Obviously, you're a little bit extra nervous. It's very special always, but uh, once the energy gets going, once the crowd kind of gets loud for you, it's, it's always great. You mentioned you've made the final here. I think you lost to Roger. You've also beaten Roger here. Mm. Um, what is that like playing Roger on grass, also here in Halle? And, and, you know, how much would you relish that match if it did come up, if the seedings came true? Yeah, it's, it's never easy. Um, definitely the greatest grass court player of all time, but... Um, I always look forward to it. I always love playing him in general, and um, I hope the seedings do come 
True, uh, except in the final. I hope then they change. But, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the week goes. And, um, you know, I'm excited about it. And we'll have live ball-by-ball coverage of the singles draw as well as regular updates on the doubles this week on ATP Tennis Radio, which will start each day live in Halle, where the action gets underway one hour earlier than at the Fever Tree Championships. And then throughout the day, we'll bring you the very best of the action from both events. You're listening to the ATP Tennis Radio podcast. Available on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn and ATPTour.com. The field in London is also stacked with quality and bolstered by last week's welcome news that Andy Murray is set to take to the doubles court with the 2017 singles champion Feliciano Lopez. David Law is the events media director and he's been speaking with Murray. Yeah, I feel good. Um, you know, I'm just sort of easing my way back into it a little bit, but, you know, been practicing quite a bit the last few weeks um, and yeah I've been been enjoying it pain free and I'm still just a bit slow um, for singles and still need to build up my strength a bit more but I think you know doubles wise I feel like I'll, I'll be all right. Six months ago if somebody had said you'd be in this position how would that have sounded to you back then? Well it's the, the sort of pain free aspect is what's been the most pleasing thing for me I mean I I kind of got used to dealing with the the pain and was kind of ready for that to 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 be over with but it's it's difficult when you've been in pain for a long time it's hard to remember what it was like beforehand and now kind of I'm back to being pain free again it's just nice that I can go out and do and enjoy things you know off the tennis court um you know as well which I wasn't doing for a while but then obviously when I'm in the gym and on the court as well it's a lot easier to have fun and enjoy it and stuff when when you're not in discomfort so you're playing doubles here at the fever tree championships do you intend to play some more doubles maybe at Wimbledon? Is that is that the hope? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to try and play every week um, if I can, but I, I sort of, you know, want to wait and see it. I, I feel good just now. I've been practicing, playing double sets and stuff and, and doing fine. Um, but obviously, once you get back on the match court, you know, that's when you kind of really test yourself. And um, I, I would imagine after here, I'd get a better idea of where I'm at, providing everything goes fine. I'll try and play through through the grass and doubles. And then after that, you know, I don't just finish. I don't just finish on playing doubles at Wimbledon, and then straight onto the singles court. I still need time to to build up again and do another kind of block of of rehab and training uh, to try and get myself in that position. But um, yeah, looking forward to it. But your hope is to play singles this year. Yeah, if, if I can. Yeah, but if, I mean, if not, then that's that's fine as well. But. You know, with the way things are progressing just now, I'd say I'm optimistic about being able to do that. I don't, I don't know when exactly, but um, you know, I'll just just keep doing the the right stuff. And you know, this kind of doubles is, I think, is a good sort of um, middle ground between what I have been doing and and getting on the singles court. So, you know, hopefully things keep progressing in the right direction, and maybe later this year I'll get there. It's a strong doubles field in London. Murray and Lopez starting against the current world number one pairing, Juan Sebastian Cabal and Robert Farah. The Bryan brothers are also in town with Continent and Piers, the new British pair, Jamie Murray and Neil Skupski, and Murray's former partner, Bruno Suarez, who's now teaming up with Mata Pavic in what is a formidable partnership. So Andy Murray returning to the courts where he's won a record five singles titles. But the most recent winner at Queen's is Marin Cilic. He's hoping for a return to form and has been speaking with Paul King. 
Well, it was uh, again incredible week. Uh, you know, playing uh, Novak in the final is always a big challenge, and it was uh, definitely a thrilling final, uh, a final that the tournament deserves, and especially went all the way. I saved the match point, and then at the end uh, uh, celebrated the victory. So uh, it gave me great, definitely confidence in uh, upcoming Wimbledon after that. And uh, I felt I felt that I uh, ride the wave from the year before, from finals of Wimbledon and playing Queen's uh, final a uh, year before. So, uh, you know, just happy to be back here and uh, hoping that I can uh, uh, go uh, really far again in the tournament. Yeah, as you say, obviously there's been another title here and another couple of runner-up finishes as well. What is it about this place and, and playing on grass in general that suits you so much, you think? Um, I think just in general, even when I came uh, onto the tour uh, as a junior, I started uh, playing great on grass and just uh, suited my game. The conditions definitely uh, fit uh, my technique, my uh, uh, the way of, of play. And, uh, you know, since, uh, since a kid, uh, I've been uh, enjoying playing well on grass and every year has been uh, really good. So, uh, you know, hoping that I can learn again something new this year and uh, hoping that I can uh, you know have a great experience from these last few years and to, to continue to play well. I know you've had some problems with your knee obviously in recent months but considering the consistency you've shown over the last couple of years what, what do you think has been the problem over those sort of last few months? Well you know uh, it's uh uh, when, when you are at the top uh, for so many years and uh, you know you have a little bit of a challenging season and then you're thinking wow what's going on very well you know thinking at it uh, differently uh, I've been there uh, for many years playing such a high level and uh, you know having a little bit of a dip out of, of the form is, is now uh, looked at it as, as a big surprise so uh, you know I think it's a, a time for me also to adapt to challenge to challenge myself as well to, to get back to the good form uh, get back to winning ways and uh, hopefully you know uh, this grass court season has could be a, a really a really positive and a great turnaround for the season for me what do you think you need to do specifically to rediscover that that winning rhythm then do you think uh, well i think that i'm uh, playing well i'm not uh, too far from my form i'm feeling on the practice scores that i'm uh, playing quite good and i feel that's uh, you know, maybe a couple percents here and there, a couple of points that uh, you need to win during the match, which are uh, definitely crucial. Sometimes it's not going onto your own uh, own side, but you know, uh, I think just that mentality and getting few match wins can uh, definitely turn turn the things around and uh, boost your confidence and to you know find the form again. Marin Cilic also announcing this week that he'll be teaming up with another former Queens champion, Wayne Ferreira, for the grass court season. The Fever Tree Championships has thrown up a whole host of mouth-watering first-round ties, some involving home players. Cameron Norrie will play second seed Kevin Anderson. Wildcard Dan Evans takes on Stan Barinka. And topping the lot, leading Brit Kyle Edmund faces the number one seed from Greece, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Well, Steph, uh, Queen's is such a prestigious event, isn't it? What, what makes this place so special for you? Tradition, that's all I would say. It looks uh, very clean, very well taken care of and uh, I think that's what makes it so special and uh, so nice to be here playing on the beautiful grass. Uh, it's not bumpy at all, it's the best grass you'll ever find. <laughs> um, I mean, you've been, it's been sort of it come so far so quickly it seems, but how, how has life changed for you in, in the last year or so and do you maybe now feel like you're, you're a target rather than someone who's, who's climbing up the ladder? Um, I still want to feel like I'm still climbing the ladder. I haven't achieved my goals yet. So there's, there are plenty of things that I, I still have to improve and work on and uh, goals as well, uh, goal, goals related as well. Uh, I really want to do well in grass. Uh, 
uh, players may treat me differently now and see me differently. I'm not even sure, but uh, I feel like uh, there's a long journey and long way to do even better in the future. Uh, yeah, I have a target and my, my life is basically a bullet that hasn't uh, hit its target yet. <laughs> Would you say it's harder to stay in the top 10 or, or get into the top 10? That's a very difficult question because I have been in the top 10 only for quite a bit. So uh, that would be probably the best. Uh, that, that question will probably be the best to answer in uh, six months from now. Queens also welcomes some of the game's most exciting young stars. Daniel Medvedev, Francis Tiafo, Alex Duminor and two young Canadians. The first, Felix Auger Aliassime, fresh from a third ATP Tour final this season in Stuttgart, where he lost a close one to Matteo Berrettini. And also Denis Shapovalov, who's involved in another blockbuster first round tie with another crowd favourite, Juan Martin Del Potro. Well, I love this tournament. Unfortunately, I couldn't play the last, the last years, but uh, this time is a different moment for me. I want to be ready for, for a Wimbledon and then this tournament is a special one, so I'm, I'm very excited to be here. You started to build some momentum on the European clay court swing. What sort of form do you feel you're in at the moment? I think I, I'm getting better uh, after my, my knee injury. I played well in Paris and now we moved to a different surface, which, is, which I like it. And, and this tournament also is a good preparation to see how my, my, body, my body is and my tennis level also. And, and I think I'm, I will be fine. There are plenty of success on grass before in various tournaments, but explain why this, this surface suits your game so well. Well, I, I like the surface because my, my games could adapt really well. Uh, I love the, the, the faster points, you know, the, 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 aggressive, the aggressive game, and, and I, I like to move on grass as well, so the, the chance to, to play well is it's very big. Juan Martín Del Potro speaking there with Paul King. That is it for this week's podcast. Our thanks to all of our guests. Be sure to join us throughout the week and listen to live ball-by-ball -ball commentary from both the Fever Tree Championships and the Noventi Open. To do that, you can click on the listen button at the top of atptour.com. You can ask your smart speaker to play ATP Tennis Radio or you can find us direct on TuneIn or the official tournament websites and social pages. We'll be back with another podcast same time next week to reflect on everything that happens in both London and Halle. In the meantime, enjoy the tennis. If you like this podcast, please search the iTunes store for ATP Tennis Radio to leave a review. review.